Hi, I'm Tonya Smith and I'm a Limitless Success Transition Coach and you're listening to Cut to the Chase podcast. Stepping out beyond boundaries takes courage and the ability to dream. We are excited to share our new audio podcast called Cut to the Chase. The structure of this podcast embodies open dialogue with friends, family, and professional colleagues talking about things that impact our ability to thrive. We hope that you will join our unscripted, unbridled podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cut to the Chase. Episode 108, entitled Superpower. Yeah, today I think we're going to talk about superpower in the context of our featured guests. And our featured guest today, which I have multiple, multiple things I'd like to share with her. I'm going to start by saying that number one, the quote that I found is entitled Soul Sisters. It says, women who love and accept each other where they are, while they're also inspiring each other to reach their unique and divine potential. Now, to our featured guests, before I introduce her, that quote really resonates with what she's currently doing today, because she is a beautiful, she is powerful, she is wonderful, she's fierce, she's a warrior, she's majestic. I don't know if she's a mother, but I know she's a sister, she's a friend. But what is her superpower? And to answer that question is that she is an empowered woman. That is one of her superpowers. And so today, our featured guest is a limitless success transition coach Coming from a diverse background, having built an accomplished international sales career of basically over the past decade, closing upwards of over $5 million in enterprise sales across several industries, tech, events, oil and gas, and now she's on a mission to help ambitious professional women transition from their jobs to launching their aligned business simply by completing their own story as well as monetizing their unique experience a.k.a. superpower, basically so that they can live life in an alignment type of way. And without further ado, I would like to introduce Miss Antonia Smith. How are you doing today? Greg, I am doing fantastic. Thank you very much for that incredible intro honestly I got you know chills and tingles down my spine as you're introducing me so fantastic job Um, I'm doing fabulous thank you oh well thank you thank you very much Uh, we try and do our best to make sure that people feel like they're part of the cut to the chase family when we introduce them I mean it's so important to make sure we uh, we get everybody excited you know and that's what uh, cut to the chase is all about you know welcome Welcome to our program and, and, and welcome to welcome to the Cut to the Chase family. Thank you so much for having me. I do feel like a little bit part of the family. Um, it's been just such a pleasure connecting with you so far and I can't wait. I'm just on the edge of my seat. I'm so excited to, to dive into this incredible topic with you today. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, Antonia, I think mm-hmm. the first thing that we should probably do is we should probably dive into a little bit of your background, just so that our, our listeners have an opportunity to get a better understanding. So at the moment, you are a limitless success transitional coach. Mm-hmm. And I guess the first question is, is what does that mean? Absolutely. Thank you for that question. Um, It is a bit of a tongue twister, isn't it? You know, it's (laughs) it's three words before a coach. And actually, all of those words absolutely resonate with me. So I'm going to take the last word before coach and that's transition. Um, And for me, when I got into coaching, it was really important that I started from where I was, right? Mm -hmm. At the time, I was looking to transition myself 
myself, I was looking to transition from being in the corporate world from as young as 18 years old. Greg, can you imagine? I started out wow. at 18. Um, it was really important for me to, you know, transition from the corporate world to, you know, launching my own aligned business that aligned mm-hmm. with my soul's calling with my soul's purpose that had nothing to do with money something that set my soul on fire so Mm -hmm. that is where you get the transition and then you have the limitless success um i think this is a um a phrase a term that is really near and dear to my heart because you know we have different derivatives and different translations of success Mm -hmm. and for me you can you can make success mean whatever you want it to mean for you. So what is important for you? Is it the money that you bring in every single month, right? Is it freedom? Mm-hmm. Is it alignment? For me, limitless success means being able to show up every single day in alignment, mm-hmm. right, with who I am, with my personality, with my purpose, right, mm-hmm. in alignment to how I show up in the world, right? So I say to right. my clients, listen, limitless success, right, that is up to you to define, but there is no limit to it, right, because we are we are completely infinite beings. Um, so that's where that comes from. Well, that's uh, definitely some keen, insightful wisdom that you have uh, shared with us. I guess from my perspective, you know, as I as I kind of resonate with what you're uh, stating as far as uh, limitless success, you know, a part of that for me uh, resonates with my ability to be able to leave a legacy, with my ability to be able to leave value and and have that value resonate with people not only today but for years and years and years to come mm-hmm. to really you know shed you know the pretenses of where things are um and and the way they've been handled in the past to kind of shift things in a new direction that requires people to think and i base my limitless success sometimes in the areas of just how I help others, you know, how I put Mm -hmm. others before me. And, uh, you know, as they say, if you're able to give, you know, wholeheartedly and unconditionally, it always comes back to you tenfold. And, and so, uh, you know, that's been one of the things for me that is, that has probably been, you know, my, uh, limitless success thus far is, is being able to, to help and assist and and as you say coach guide and mentor not that I consider myself a coach but but ultimately you know that's a part as part for the course when you do some of the things that I'm currently doing in my uh, in my professional career that is absolutely powerful Greg thank you for sharing that with me um, and I love that right because that is your definition right that is something that speaks to your soul that is that is your your derivative of success, you know, mm-hmm. leaving mm-hmm. a legacy, you know, trailblazing for the future, serving, helping other people, um, you know, opening doors for people. Um, that is your definition. Um, and I have no doubt that you would accomplish everything that you, that you set out to do when it comes to serving and helping others. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. And, and so, um, Antonia, you know, your current mission and your charter right now is based on helping professional women transition. And when we talk about transition, there are so many things going on in society right now. And we all understand that there's kind of like six fallacies that basically fall into that transitional phase. And what I like to do is I like to kind of go through those one by one and really get your take on, you know, how you perceive these six fallacies that kind of align with making that transition and align with kind of moving yourself in the direction of success. Hmm. And the first question is, it's basically... We all know that we have to have hard work and consistency and determination to earn the life that we deserve. Mm. And that's identified as hustle. And so 
your career has provided you with so many things from technology to events to oil and gas. And so you've really had to hustle. Can you share with us a story as it would relate to where you are today and how much hustle you had to basically uh, persevere to, to, to try to get yourself to the point to where you are? That is a brilliant question. I really love that question. Um, and the word hustle, <laughs> that's, not really, that's not really a word that I use to, to describe myself. But would I say that I have had some element of hustle, um, you know, with my career so far, 1000% yes. Um, I guess for me, um, if I had to pick a story, it would be when I really, really understood, um, understood my power, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. understood the power of my story, mm-hmm. right? The power of my uniqueness, the power of my background, the power of my identity, and that, and 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 how that played out in the different spaces that I occupied. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I could just share one story with you. For example, um, I think I was about maybe 22 years old at the time. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, sales manager, international sales manager for this tech corporation, and you know, they were serving the oil and gas industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was sent out to actually. Um, you know, um, live in the Middle East, that is Dubai, Abu Dhabi. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was corresponding with a massive oil and gas corporation. Uh, when I say massive, it's, you know, one of the, the biggest oil and gas companies in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember feeling so much fear, you know. You can mm-hmm. imagine someone like myself uh, being quite young. Yes, I had the responsibility of being sales manager for this company due to my my level of um, of expertise um, and my level of responsibility. However, mm-hmm. right, that that was very much you know like a gentleman's club. You know, it's very mm-hmm. much highly male dominated. And um, yes, I'd been corresponding with them um, and there was an element of, they didn't really know who I am, right? Right. They didn't really know that they're corresponding and we're talking, you know, about multi-million dollar projects, right? Mm -hmm. Um, They didn't really know who I am. And, you know, I noticed on a few occasions because we're corresponding solely by by email that they call me sir right so dear sir or dear anthony right which is the male male version of my name Mm -hmm. so i think on some level they thought that they were dealing with a man Mm -hmm. right so i was i was you know sent to be on site right to actually meet the prospective clients yeah Mm -hmm. because it was my my responsibility to bring them on board as clients after having built that relationship for for all those months um and i knew it right i could just feel it that you know as soon as i got into this boardroom there will be an element of surprise mm-hmm. um, and i wasn't wrong <laughs> i wasn't wrong at all right so imagine me rocking up you know with my tools um to to smash this presentation to bring on board right this this massive massive account mm-hmm. as soon as I, I got in and i'll just set the scene for you greg um, I got in. It was just me, a black woman, with a room filled with Emirates, right? Mm-hmm, so locals, mm-hmm. as well as you know Europeans and some Americans, mm-hmm. all men, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All men, men in their forties and up. Yeah, mm-hmm. very much like a big boys club, right? right. And it would have been okay. It would, it would have been completely fine if if what I felt was covert, right? If it was just, you know, covert microaggressions, right? So I got that because I was used to that. Um, And then a couple of them looked outside of the boardroom as if to say, are we expecting anyone else? You Mm -hmm. know, Mm -hmm. it didn't end there. It was so uncomfortable in the room that they had to ask me, where is your manager? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Where is your manager? And I said, no, I went ahead to, to, to introduce myself. I said, no, I am Antonia Smith. I'm Tony Smith. And I am the one that you have been corresponding with 
mm-hmm. over the past few months. And I cannot tell you how shocked they were, mm-hmm. you know, that they'd been corresponding with me. Mm-hmm. It was just so uncomfortable for them. Mm-hmm. I said, listen, um, I'm here to actually show you the product. We're really, really excited to have you on board. Um, and I can't wait to get into this. You know? mm-hmm. Throughout the course of the presentation, you know, like usually I would just come in and do my thing and go. But there was an element of <sighs> they undermined me before I started. Yeah, Of course. Of course. Undermined me before I I could show them what I could do, right? They mm-hmm. completely undermined me and they let it be known to everyone else in the room. Yeah. Right. So when I tell you that that was when I said, listen, we're gonna put on our big girl pants, we're gonna hustle, yeah, to use your word. I am mm-hmm. out for blood because I'm gonna prove a point. Yeah. You don't even know who I am. You have no idea how we can serve you, and you've undermined me. So as I said, listen, can I have the white book, please? Cause I'm out here like drawing and you know, using mm-hmm. different case mm-hmm. studies and graphics, you know, to really mm-hmm. show them how the solution, how this product can help them with their projects. Mm-hmm. I gave a close to perfect show, you know, because I was mm-hmm. out, I was out to prove a point. Mm-hmm. Um, and afterwards, I think they were so shocked at my level of expertise and delivery. Mm-hmm. Um, but after that session, two of them actually walked me out of the boardroom and they said, you know what, I really have to apologize because this is not normal for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't mm-hmm. work with women. We don't work with young women. So I'm very mm-hmm. sorry if we came across as standoffish. However, that was a fantastic, fantastic presentation. I would love to work with you. Yeah. Right. So I brought on board that client. And since then, I was then chosen to sort of um train other team members um Mm -hmm. you know because yeah i just i just i just was was out to prove a point and i said you know this is my opportunity to trailblaze that even though i'm a woman yeah even though i'm a young woman from this background yeah um you have no idea what i can bring to the table and i was about to show you but that was definitely one instance, one instance, you know, amongst many that I can say that I had to put on my my hustle pants, um, um, yeah, just to make a name for myself and to prove a point and to get my seal in. But there are many, many, many more stories like that. Yeah, well, we certainly uh, certainly appreciate you sharing that, and and definitely uh, understand that you know, your power, not only as being a woman, but also your intelligence and your intuition uh, becomes a huge component of who you are as an individual, as far as being able to be successful in certain adverse or challenging circumstances. You know, here in America, you know, um, and obviously very much like there is anywhere else, you know, we deal with those same cultural biases that forces, you know, whether you're, you know, an Indian or Latino or black or Asian, you know, to have to really, really dig deep when you are in some of these situations because Mm -hmm. they put you in a very undermining and such an uncomfortable situation to really see if you're going to break under pressure. You know, I've got stories very similar to to what you shared, and and one that comes to mind that I'll I'll be very brief in sharing with you and our listeners is the fact that there's a uh, a lot of nuclear facilities throughout the U.S. and most of them, which I've I've worked at, mm-hmm. as well as the ones I've worked over in in the U.K. Um, mm-hmm. and and so there's one particular site uh, out in the let's call it the uh, north northwest part of the of the United States. I fly out, it's like minus 17 degrees in temperature, you know, mm-hmm. super frigid cold, you know, I and I and I find out as soon as we land, you know, because everybody's looking at me and they're like, 
oh my God, you know, we, you know, it's like, you know, I feel like I'm a celebrity. Of course, I'm not a basketball player. I'm not a soccer <laughs> player or football player or anything like that. But, you know, you're in this little yeah. small, you're in this little small airport and people are looking at you like, oh, oh, you know, who is that guy? Who is that guy? And it's like, mm-hmm. you say to yourself, are you looking at me because you think I am uh, unique to your cultural, your society here? Or are you looking at me because you're outcasting me? You know, what really is it? And so, you know, I go off to this meeting and then it all kind of hits me like a ton of bricks. And it's like, I show up in this meeting, the guy that introduces us to come out, me and my company and some of my other uh, constituents that were with me, Mm -hmm. we're sitting in the meeting and then one of the lead representatives go, well, you know, we'd like to know who we're going to be working with. And so the guy that introduced me is a Caucasian male. Mm. And he says, the gentleman sitting over there, Mr. Gregory Proctor is the guy that has brought his team out here. And these will be the guys that will support you. And I remember the gentleman very vividly saying, what do you mean? This guy? I mean, it's just like, it was like, you know, he looked at me and he said, this guy, this guy right here. And so the same thing kind of happened. I I had one of those kind of, uh, wow, you're going to come at me like that, you know, and when it was my turn to speak about how we would bring forth our processes and our systems and our, you know, intellectual properties and to help them out, um, you know, I blew them out of the water. And then what what really really threw me over over the fence on this was unbeknownst to me, because I didn't know this at the time, the company you know, was run by an Alaskan female. Okay. Mm -hmm. And here it was her CFO uh, guy that I'm dealing with, which just had all of these biases. And I'm thinking to myself, like, you're working for a woman. woman. I mean, how can you have so many biases towards me being a minority male? I mean, it was just, it just boggled my mind to a point to where I said, you know what, if there's anything we're going to do is we're going to exemplify who we are on this project and we're going to beg them, you know, to come back. Well, not necessarily beg them, but they're going to beg us to come back, you know, you know, to do any more further work with them. And, uh, you know, we executed that project every single day. The temperature got colder and colder and colder, <laughs> even inside the building we were working in. Because, you know, when you're when you're dealing with uh, friction like that, particularly when there's differences and, uh, you know, as I would consider to be, uh, you know, a little racism connotation floating mm-hmm. underneath the water, you know, mm-hmm. it just makes it even colder and you always have to be on your toes. And it makes for the environment to be very, very tricky to navigate. And so, you know, very much like you, you know, finding finding those superpowers to keep not only my team, you know, on track, because even in my team, my team was like, what's wrong with this guy? Why is this guy not like you? And I mean, I've got white guys on my team. I had, you know, uh, minorities on my team. I mean, you know, my team was very diverse, but they couldn't even understand it either. And it was just such a weird, weird pretense of time in dealing with that project that, uh, it was it was still puzzling and very peculiar right up until the day we left. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. That yeah. is just yeah. Thanks for sharing that because um I bet I bet you, you know, majority of um I, I don't like to use the, the term minorities, um ha- would have, you know, experienced something similar. Mm-hmm. Um and imagine how many people have been you know, crushed in that kind of scenario. Yeah. Right. If you don't have a lot of mental strength or, you know, thick skin, mm-hmm. um, you can lose yourself. Yeah. You can mm-hmm. lose the project because the conditions for you work in is just not suitable when you have to navigate all of those biases. Yeah? Not only right. do you have to do your job, which I can imagine is, you know, in some cases, a high pressure job, you're out there in the cold, literally, mm-hmm. you know, and then you still have to navigate all of these different conditions, which you have no control over. Exactly. You, know? you have no control over that. And in that kind of scenario, understanding who you are, yeah, 
owning your story, owning your superpower and saying, listen, this is who I am. <laughs> this is what mm-hmm. I bring to the table. Mm-hmm. I have been tasked yeah, with this project, with this job for a reason. Yeah, I am up to the task. But a lot of people, right, they don't know that. They don't know themselves because they haven't owned who they are. They haven't mm-hmm. owned your power. You know? So that that really is my you know mission um, for as many souls that that will find me or find my program is to is to you know gift to them the understanding right. the awareness mm-hmm. of who they are who they truly are and the power that lies within them yeah yeah so that they can show up in the world yeah. Well, you know, in a lot of cases, you know, particularly now that so many things have have been placed in the um, the opportunist or should I say uh, convenience bucket, you know, a lot of folks just don't want to go through the grind. You know, they don't want to push through the mundane tasks necessary to achieve their goals. They don't really want to go through the process. I mean, I've interviewed for my own company, many, many, many candidates that mm-hmm. look well on paper. And yet you sit down and you say, well, I'm not going to pay you, you know, 80,000, you know, US dollars per year to start, you know, you're going to get like $45,000 a year to start. And they go, well, I I deserve more than that. I'm like, well, you have no experience. You just have a piece of paper that says that you're qualified mm. to basically work. I mean, but <laughs> you're mm. not adding any significant value besides, you know, an education. Education is great. You know, I don't mm-hmm. dismiss that in any capacity, but in the same aspect, experience also is equally as important. Mm. And uh, when we start talking about here, you know, the grind, you know, that is something that I think a lot of us put our barriers up because it is so hard to persevere through that phase of really understanding, do we have the grind? Mm. Do we have the understanding that is necessary to achieve our goals? What are your thoughts about that? Yes, this is um, this is one that I cover a lot in my program, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I I do not, I cannot, you know, I cannot take an everyone for one, you know. Number mm-hmm. two, I have to be very, very conscious, yeah, of the kind of people that um that I let into the program because of exactly what you've described, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to understand that it takes a lot of dedication hard work, perseverance to launch a business. Right. If you don't have that mindset that maybe, yeah, in the first two or three months, depending on the kind of business you're looking to launch, the first three months, six months, you might, right, do zero pounds, dollars, whatever it might be in turnover mm-hmm. of your business. If mm-hmm. you're looking for the quick win, right, mm-hmm. it is not going to work. So a lot of women coming into the program, because right now my niche and focus is women. I love women, right? Again, like Mm -hmm. I'm a soul soul sister. And if you don't have that kind of mentality and readiness to say, listen, you have to put in the work. Mm -hmm. Every single week you're accountable to this structure, to this framework that you've signed up for, right? Right. This is the commitment that you are you know, that you're giving to yourself. It's not me, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm going to mm-hmm. attract many more women that are ready, right, to monetize their experience, their expertise. Mm-hmm. If you're not ready for that, if you're not ready for the grind, I'm sending you so much love, but it's not going to work. Right. Not going to work. And the reason why I do that, yeah, it's for them, for sure, but it's also for myself because I'm so conscientious of who I surround myself with. Right. If I have to drag out the grind out of you or the mentality out of you or the passion out of you, that's not going to work. That's not aligned with who I am. That's not aligned with my core values either. So I have to protect right. space. 
Yeah. So I have to agree with you that yes, some people really do not appreciate or even understand what it takes mentally, emotionally, in some case spiritually. Because I think you know business can be quite a spiritual journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They don't understand. And um, when it comes to my coaching, it is not my job. It is not my duty to make you understand. Yeah. If you don't mm-hmm. get that it requires grind, if you don't get that it requires responsibility and dedication, um, yeah, then we're not aligned, right? I'm 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 on the hunt. <laughs> I am I am putting myself in the position to attract women that want it, right? That mm-hmm. want it. They have the framework. They have the framework as in my framework and they're ready to put in whatever it takes to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. You know, as as we continue to build up to all six of the notions here that really kind of comprise what I believe superpower is all about, particularly going in the business, is that that grind sometimes you don't see results. I mean, it it may be, it could be years, you know, before you actually see results. And there could be thousands and thousands of no's that are mm-hmm. told to you over and over again before you get the one yes mm-hmm. that, that puts you over the top. Absolutely. And you have to, you have to push through that. You really have to push through that. Um, and I could just go on and on about this because it's, it's something that I find really, really, um, really interesting. But um, yeah, I'm yeah. curious as to what else you have in store for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I get. I guess the next thing is really, you know, the the overall results do the talking. I mean, there's there's a lot of people that say, yeah, I want to do this, I want to do that, but they never put forth the effort to execute. They never actually put forth the action to, to start the task. And so in hindsight, when you don't move forward in an executable manner, you know, your executional phase is flawed. I mean, mm-hmm. you have to logistically sit down and think about what's going to be step A, how are you going to measure that? You know, mm-hmm. what's step B, so forth and so on. So when you when you start talking to your 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 clients about uh, execute and letting your results do the mm-hmm. talking, what does that look like? Again, I love this question. You're on point with your question in today, Greg. <laughs> oh, okay. So one of the things that I say repeatedly, that's one of my value systems in my program, Greg, is this, yeah. Awareness. Right, awareness, knowing yep. something mm-hmm. without action mm-hmm. is as good as not knowing it. Mm-hmm. Mm. If you know something intellectually, you know it. Great. Okay. Mm-hmm. You just know it. But what do you do with that information? What do you do with that awareness? Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. the only thing that counts. Great, you're an enlightened being. Yes, good for you. How have you actioned it out? Right. How have you used that information to show up in the world? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To take up space because there's always space for you. Otherwise, you would not be yearning to launch a business. Mm-hmm. How, how have you used that information, right, mm-hmm. to leave your mark mm-hmm. in your mm-hmm. space? So that is something that is a non-negotiable in my program, yeah? So right. every single week, right? So I have a framework. So my coaching program is structured, you know, one-on-one and group coaching. On the one-on-one sessions, we we cover, you know, the framework of the week, right? It could mm-hmm. be, you know, um, architecting your vision or, or it could be, you know, um, understanding your resource bank, right? Your internal mm-hmm. or external resource bank. And then with that framework, we have defined step to success activities, right? right. right? And it is my duty as a coach, and I I love this. I love some coaches don't do this. They're like, listen, you're you're an adult, you know, go ahead and do your thing. This is just what the program is about. But mm-hmm. I take joy 
right and pleasure in actually holding them holding them to account right mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. without that accountability there is no progress right mm-hmm. so every single week we covered the framework and i said listen from what I am hearing in terms of where you're at right now to what's the vision you're trying to bring to life, these are the steps to success that I would recommend, right? And never enforce anything. And mm. never enforce anything because that's your duty to make it happen. I said, I will recommend you do this. Please go ahead, add some more activities, but this is the bare minimum, right? That you should mm-hmm. do for our next session. If you don't action it out, feel free to cancel the session because you're not there yet. Right? right you're not on that level you're not on that step you need to be in this level right level two or level three to see level four or five right mm-hmm. if you don't do if you don't get the awareness right if you don't get the shift in consciousness in the mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. we are not gonna go to the next level because you can't see it you're still blinded right because you mm-hmm. haven't actioned it out you haven't put yourself in the space right mm-hmm. so elevate yourself so you have to do it Right. So that's a non-negotiable for me, which is why, again, I'm, yeah, I, I love this question. I hope that answers your question. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, we've talked about hustle, grind and execute. And then, you know, the next phase of this kind of jumps into your talent and really focuses in on your effort is to reach your fullest potential. And so when we talk about talent, a lot mm-hmm. of times people have talent in a lot of different areas. And a lot of a lot of times as an entrepreneur, which I mean mm-hmm. I'm sure you're aware of this, you have to wear many, many hats. Mm-hmm. But you're not necessarily good at all of the hats. And you really have to hone in, particularly if you're if you're starting a company or if you're working towards uh, launching a business as to what are you good at and what do you need to bring others in to help you fulfill Mm -hmm. your dreams. Mm -hmm. So as we start to talk about talent, Mm -hmm. how do you express that to your potential clients? Again, another million dollar question. Your listeners, your <laughs> listeners are going to be blessed by this episode. I feel like, um, yeah, thank you for bringing this up because um, this is something that a lot of people get stuck on. You know, it's like, what am I good at? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What am I good at? You know, I have this, you know, university, college degree or high school degree, whatever it might be. But how do I know for sure that this is the thing that I need to nurture, right, into becoming a business? Mm -hmm. That is the million-dollar question. I wish, I wish, I wish that at school or I wish that someone just tells you that, listen, of all of the different skills that you are exhibiting, right, these are the top three skills. These are your top three talents. No one tells you that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You have to go out there and figure it out on your own, right? Right. It's either you have mentors or people around you that know your personality, that know your characteristics, that know your traits, right? If you have that foundation, you're blessed enough because people are going to feed that back to you. If you don't, you have to figure it out yourself, yeah? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what I would say when it comes to talent is this, right? It's just understanding who you are, Greg. Mm -hmm. Understanding Mm -hmm. who you are. Your talent is simply this, right? That Mm -hmm. thing, that thing that you know that you do with the with the most amount of ease in as little time as possible. I think someone said that and that stuck with me for many, many years. Yeah, I think it was Steve Harvey that said it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's the mm-hmm. thing that you do, your gift. I think you called called it gift and you could call it talent, right? Your Mm -hmm. gift is the thing that you do. With mm-hmm. the most amount of ease. So this just flows. It flows with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the least yeah. amount of time. Right. That yeah. right there. Start there. Start yeah. to think about those things. And then 
you funnel down, right? So are you a natural connector, right? Mm-hmm. Do you like to speak mm-hmm. to people, mm-hmm. right? In mm-hmm. your case, I can imagine that comes naturally mm-hmm. to you. That's why you have this podcast, right? Yep. Do you naturally love to style hair, right? Are you, you know, a problem solver? Maybe you can go into consulting mm-hmm. if that's the mm-hmm. case. What do people come to you for? What do mm-hmm. your friends come to you for? What are you known as? Are you known as a creative, right? right? Do you like to draw? Do you like to sing? What is that thing that you do with as much ease? That is your gift and we all have it. Right. We all right. have it. Otherwise, we would not be here. It is your duty to figure out what that is. That's correct. Absolutely. You know? And then when it comes to gaps, yeah, you can be 100% talented. And this is, again, one of my frameworks, yeah, understanding who you are, your superpower based on, you know, your passions, your background, your expertise, your life experience, which are very unique to you. Mm -hmm. Understand that, yes, you have all of that. However, Mm -hmm. right, you might not have everything that it takes to launch this business, yeah? Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. might not have everything that it takes to bring this vision, this idea to life. It's important that you then identify your own resource bank, right? So your resource bank is this, your internal skills, right? What are those internal skills that you have, right? Mm -hmm. They know that are completely transferable to your business, right? What are the external resources, your connections, right? Your network, who are those people that will shout at the rooftop about your products or services that is your internal and external resource bank however you're always going to have gaps yeah yeah i like connecting with people i like coaching with people tell me tell me to put together a website you know would i do it yeah but do i have the joy for it no i don't right Right? that is my gap that is my gaps identify the gaps right within your resource bank and fill those gaps by outsourcing, getting people to come on board to help you where you're lacking. That right. is yeah, yeah. Well, certainly, again, thank thank you for, for sharing your insight on talent. And, you know, we have two more. And I think the last two are very, very impactful as mm-hmm. it relates to how I see, you know, your superpower kind of all being, you know, woven into the individual that you are. And the next one here really talks about your stamina, your fortitude to push through challenges and to push through obstacles until success is achieved. And that really refers to your grit. You know, unlike the grind, you know, people have to realize that, you know, you have to be somewhat half crazy to become an entrepreneur. You have to have somewhat of a mindset to take risk. You have to have somewhat of the ability to understand that your vision means that this is where you want to be and not where others want you to be. And then the last thing that I want to mention before I hand it over to you about grit is the fact that when we talk about stamina, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Sometimes it's a lifelong journey. Sometimes you're still working at it. Even when you reach the age of 20, 30, 40, 50 years of age. And so you have to have that stamina to be able to weather the storm. And so, what are your thoughts on grit? Absolutely. So I think for me, this this definitely ties back into what is your definition of success? Yep. Mm -hmm. Some people have, you know the vision to be, I don't know, like the the next best podcast host. Actually one of my my clients, she she's launching an incredible, you know, podcast um for for parents, yeah, to actually heal their inner children. Another mm-hmm, one, mm-hmm. for example, is launching an incredible, you know, hair hair app, you know, for for black women, which I think is going to be phenomenal. Um, right. So again, it comes back to what does success mean to you? Yep. You know, the woman, for example, success means sharing her story, right? Mm-hmm. Sharing her story, connecting with mothers, with mm-hmm. women, 
right, mm-hmm. that have gone through depression, that have lost themselves, that have never, ever had the opportunity to heal the inner wounded child, right? And what happens with that is as a mother, yeah, like you're the CEO, you're the chief energy officer of your family, yeah, you project to your children, right? You project to your community, right? and mm-hmm. so on and so on and so forth, Yeah. So for her, for example, is, listen, I'm going to launch this podcast because I wish I had this when I was depressed, when I was suicidal, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That is mm-hmm. success to her. And if, it, if that podcast can save even one person's life or if it can shift even one person's perspective, that is success to her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah? You know? So again, mm-hmm. it's understanding your definition of success. And understanding that, listen, you are the visionary. Mm-hmm. You are the visionary. I cannot see what is going on in your head, Greg. I have no idea. And it's not on me. It's not of my business to understand. As mm-hmm. long as you know that you are the visionary and it is on you to bring that vision out. Yeah? It mm-hmm. is on you to bring that vision out because actually, if you're really serious about this and if you really go into sort of the spirituality of it, yeah? Mm-hmm. there's so many souls there's so many people so many lives yeah mm-hmm. that are attached to you bringing out this vision that are attached to you showing up in the world right that That's right, right there is my grit that right there gets me up that, that right there gets me to show up when i don't have the strength to show up is knowing that listen i actually have the power to hinder someone's you know someone's goal someone's someone's destiny mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, no 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 i don't want to do that it's my duty to show up because if i help the one they're going to help the other souls and then it becomes this whole this whole cycle so That's it is right. my responsibility to do my job so that we can keep the cycle going absolutely absolutely that was uh very well stated. Thank you very much for sharing that with us. And now we get to the last component of all of this. <clears throat> Since mm-hmm. we've talked about hustle, grind, execute, talent, and grit, you know, we have to basically kind of roll all this up into the predictable result of hard work, patience, sacrifice, learning, putting into practice every day is known as success. And so mm-hmm. since we're getting ready to wrap up, mm-hmm. what exactly does that mean to you? And how does that relate back to your superpower? Because I think all of these components that we've talked about ro- woven into one individual represents their superpower, particularly as it relates to those that are trying to transition from their jobs and align their lives into entrepreneurship or creating a business. What are your thoughts? Yeah, powerful, powerful, powerful question. And I wish we had more time, but we don't. So I'll keep it (laughs) short and punchy. My thoughts on that is this, yeah. My definition of, of owning your power and the, the secret, the big secret, if you want to call it that, is as simple as this. Is mm-hmm. A, you have to radically and unapologetically own your story. Right. Radically and unapologetically own your story. Mm-hmm. And that ties into your background, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where do mm-hmm. you come from, right? Your family. What languages do you speak, yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are your passions? What are your innate passions? What do you love to do mm-hmm. when no one is looking? Mm-hmm. And then, what's your expertise? What have you been blessed, right, to be skilled on, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What is that thing that, you know, knowingly or unknowingly, you've just found yourself being really, really, really good at? That's your expertise. Right. You know, what kind of unique life experiences do you have? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
those mm-hmm. those stories that you think, oh my god, I can't believe I went through that. You hide it. You're ashamed of it, right? Right. right. All of that is just something like you know. You you just have to own it completely. Yeah. But yep. you would not be able to own your story radically and unapologetically if you don't know who you are. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You very, very to, true. Yeah. You have to have awareness of yourself. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're just going to go with the flow, go wherever, mm-hmm. right? The industry, go wherever the world takes you without any intention. And that's why you have people waking up at 50, you know, just looking back at their lives, thinking, where has that? Where has my life gone? Where has the time gone? Because there's no intention to how they showed up in the world. There was no intention to how they lived. There was no intention because they didn't have awareness of who who they were, right? right. So that was success right. to me, right? Understanding at every level that I find myself in, understanding that I know myself, yeah? Without mm-hmm. a shadow of a doubt, right? I know myself. I have owned my story, unapologetically mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and i show up in the world like that yeah yep. that is my commitment to empower women to do the same literally by sharing my story exactly like i'm doing right now right, that is my commitment. right. well we certainly thank yeah we we thank you for for your time and sharing all of this wisdom regarding your superpowers and basically how you're out there casting and promoting, you know, the notion of people can transition from their lifeless jobs into entrepreneurship, into um, a successful business. And so I have this quote for you, and then we're going to, uh, we're going to wrap up. My engineers are beating me up across the head here. They're going, hey, we're over time. We're over time. <laughs> but the quote goes like this. It says, Someone once said, educating a woman and you will educate a family. The quote also says, I'm, or excuse me, I am saying, empower a woman to become an entrepreneur and you will create an entire family of entrepreneurs. Women entrepreneurship is needed in our nation right now. I would say across the globe, it is needed right now. It is the surest and quickest way to make women have superpowers. So that is what I'm going to leave us with today. Antonia, thank you very much for your time. We certainly appreciate it. This has been a joy. We'll certainly have to get you back in another season, another episode. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so very much. It's just been the most incredible time. Um, Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Greg. Absolutely. Absolutely. And without further ado, folks, uh, this has been episode 108 entitled Superpower. As always, please, let's maintain compassion, unity, and let's figure out a way to make this world a better place. And it all starts with you, the person that you look at in the mirror every day, and your superpower. Thank you very much again, Antonia. Everyone, this has been Gregory Proctor, episode 108, entitled Superpower. Cut to the chase. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to Cut to the Chase. Stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn at Cut to the Chase. You'll also find even more great content on our website at www.k2tcpodcast.com. Thank you and catch you on the next episode.